0: The two were stylish visions in white linen, designer sunglasses and leather sandals. They met on the deck. Morgan was pressed against the railing, looking out at the bay. A foghorn blew its tubicle in the far distance, and Travis came up behind her, grasping her waist with his strong hands and pressing his hard body against hers. "'Forget everything I said in the helicopter,' he whispered into her ear, his lips touching her flesh, sending ripples of wonderful chills down her spine." She turned in his arms and faced him. I'm the one who should be apologizing, she said, looking up at him and removing her sunglasses. Travis did the same. Their eyes drilled into one another's, establishing a new level of connection. I have a bad habit of taking things for granted, Morgan added. Travis reached a gentle hand and tilted her downcast chin toward him. And you have a good habit of making up for lost time, he said. Then he lowered his face to hers his moist mouth covering her supple, delicious lips. The kiss was deep and intoxicating, but Morgan Chase had planned the perfect lunch. The feast of the flesh would have to wait. First, a sensual, even sexual banquet of shellfish awaited under a bounty of covered dishes. "'No fair,' Morgan said, coming up for air after the couple's deep embrace and long kiss. "'You had a beer.' "'Where's my manners?' Travis scolded himself, What do you say we put a hurt on that champagne? The two walked together to the table. Morgan collected the flutes, and Travis worked the bottle, popping the cork in an explosion of sound and spray of foaming liquid. He brought his mouth to the foaming bottle, sucking the sweet nectar, and Morgan raised the glasses, collecting the overflow. The flutes brimmed with bubbly, and the two clinked glasses and stared meaningful at one another. Then they raised their glasses to their lips and poured the light-dry liquid into their mouths. They drank as if slaking a thirst and feeding a hunger that had burned in them both since the first moment they met. With half a bottle of Dom Perignon buzzing in their heads, the two turned to the feast. Morgan sat across from Travis, who uncovered the still-steaming dishes of clams, oysters, mussels, and lobster with the bravure of a chef. He doused the dishes with the squirting juice of several lemon halves, then moved around the table to sit next to Morgan. Travis proceeded to take a seafood fork and mined the crustaceans for the delicious meat. He dipped the tiny morsels into a deep pool of drawn butter, warmed by candle flame, then brought them, bite by bite, to Morgan's oval mouth. Travis administered the food playfully, allowing the warm butter to drip down Morgan's lips and mouth, making them appear wanton and moist. Upon receiving each bite, Morgan savored the taste and the sensation, moving the morsel slowly in her mouth "'and drenching each taste bud with flavor. "'Travis could have watched her feast all afternoon, "'but Morgan wanted to return the favor. "'She lunged toward him, "'her buttery sweet mouth finding his. "'She smeared him with the butter and the brine on her lips. "'Then at once she pulled back. "'Her lubricated kiss was merely the appetizer. "'She rose from the table "'and reached for a supersized lobster tail. "'The tail was split down the middle, "'and its sweet white meat erupted from the incision.' Morgan sat down with a delicacy, plucking out huge chunks of meat with her fingers. She drenched the pristine pieces in butter, then brought them to Travis's mouth. His chin dripped with butter as his mouth filled with lobster, and both he and Morgan felt a new hunger rising inside them. She watched as molten butter slid down his chin, his neck, and toward his chest. His white linen shirt was open down to his muscled chest, and the side of the butter, sliding down his tan, smooth skin, Was too much for Morgan Chase. She scooted toward him and reached both hands to his expensive buttoned shirt. Then, in a burst of strength, she ripped it wide open in a hail of flying buttons. Morgan brought her own slippery mouth to his skin, kissing and licking as if she were now devouring him. She climbed on top of him then, her lithe legs straddling his thickly muscled thighs. She had cleaned the butter from his chest, neck, and chin with her hot tongue and now their mouths met in a furious and simultaneous release of passion. The chemical reaction sent shudders and sensations through both of their bodies. Heat rose, moisture built, and erogenous zones awakened and stirred. Neither was wearing underwear beneath their light linen outfits, so as Morgan's spidery legs encircled Travis's waist, her bare, glistening groin pressed into the soft material of Travis's linen pants. But the material of Travis's pants was the only thing that was soft.